What's up, sisters and friends? Happy Monday, everybody. I hope you're having a great week, a great start to your week, and a great Thanksgiving. Y'all, I don't care how close you live to your family. When you see your family in public, it is always something exciting. And I happen to run into all these hooligans <laughs> in public. And this podcast was just supposed to be mom and dad which it will eventually, but Will was in the office today with Abby and then John Luke was here and Bella up? was What's here. Up? And I was like, swag fam, unite. So here <laughs> we are. We say here in we public, are. actually at our Duck Commander office. I know, in which, public. But it, it's yeah. kind of rare for us all to be, It no, it's very yeah. rare. Yeah. When have we ever all, all been, been here, here at the same time? It is rare. In, that the is like, in the office. In the office. But I have to say, even on the way here, me and Bella probably saw each other yesterday. Actually, we do we? Yeah, yeah, we did. And Bella's like honking at me because she's behind me. And I'm like, yay. Like, I get so excited. <laughs> I'm like, I look right Yesterday you. when I left you, I said, see you tomorrow. And then I walked away. I was like, will I see you? Probably. I always no, assume always I'll see, see you tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. But it's still exciting. But Will and Abby were the kickers today. That's right. Y'all made it extra fun. Yeah, well, we, we were coming home because we're working from home from Texas. And I got super excited because I was like, oh, everybody works at the office now. Mm -hmm. So now we could just go work with yeah. them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Actually, recently, we've all been here together. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. now y'all are working up here, but not yeah. dad's not up here that at much. The and time. then for y'all to come. Yeah. But yeah. I never checked my find my friends, so I had no idea that you were going to be I here. Did. So I was totally surprised. Because I stalk everyone in this family. And I saw <laughs> Will's location. I was like, oh, Will's home. And then I got here, and mom was so surprised. I'm like, do people not look at find my friends? <laughs> oh, you do you not look at Abby's story? I saw it on Abby's story. I'm off Instagram right I now. always keep up. <laughs> Yeah. Story. Nobody else knew that we were coming home except for John Luke because I texted him last night and I was like, hey, you're going to be there tomorrow. He's like, yeah. It's like, OK, we're going to be there, too. <laughs> yeah, because like, awesome. anyone's going to work it. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Low key affinity. I see mom in town all the time. She never sees me. She never knows my vehicle or that it's me. <laughs> And recently, I got behind her at a red light and blew my horn because she was on her phone when the light turned green, <laughs> and I blew my horn. And you she probably didn't, know, didn't know, you. know it was me. No, I didn't know it was you. This is new new information for me. But now my my car like dings when the red light changes. So you need anybody needed that. A few months ago, I was in the car with mom and John Shepard, and she was playing toot noises on her Tesla to John Shepard. And doing that, she sat through two green lights in a row. How did she even do that? That's actually true. She did. She sat through two in a row. They were very fast green lights. That's you know true to do that. that, right? Why? Because she's actually tooting and like, hey, you want to do that? See, we needed the whole family for y'all to really get to know K Swaggy. Y'all see Corey on the podcast put together a businesswoman full of the word of God. And today she's you're getting to be acting yeah. all smart and all that. But this is the real and This is the same real. woman who gets her grandkids in the car and they say, KK, go fast. And she <laughs> lays on the brake on her Tesla and then just lays on the gas as fast as she can. Right. And like, what are you doing? Oh, the roller coaster. Get those 5Gs. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. I love it. And I'm like, go fast. I rode with her and John Shepard and I was like, 
I literally am car sick. Yeah. If you guys. ever see mom on the road, just go ahead and pass yeah. her. Just let her do her thing. Yeah, I want to be the fun grandma. grandma. You are the fun grandma. Thank you. Well, we do have a podcast to get to, but I wanted to start it with the whole fam here as we're celebrating Thanksgiving and all the things, the holiday season. So mom and dad, y'all stay. And I also just had to say mom was the one actually booked for this podcast and the latest one here. Everyone else was on time. But we're going to get to it. I have to go see our store because Del- Bella decorated our store for Christmas. Oh, that's Come to the decorated store. It's all decorated for Christmas. It's so cute. Hang on. I got here so on time. You were I late. was late. Yeah. Mom went to the bathroom late, so I was wondering why I got here all the time. So, I should have known with all the girls in the family. To that is true. You always, if it's 10, it's 10 Yeah, I always say 10 minutes is not really late. Like, you, you got a 10-minute window. And now you know why I'm always 10 minutes Like This is who but I was raised if by. if you, like, 15 minutes, you're late. Ten within ten, you're thank you. Sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna receive that. Well, we're gonna hop into it. Thanks, fam, for joining. Yep. yep. <laughs> All right. Okay, so now we're actually gonna jump into the podcast, except for in the meantime, while my family was walking out, I was like, so um, y'all ready to talk about generosity i was going to and i was going to share with him some of the questions i had prepared into which dad goes wait generosity you told us gratitude and then mom was like yeah you said gratitude i was like i said gratitude and dad pulls up his bible like i have fully prepared for this conversation to be gratitude and i have fully prepared for this conversation to be generosity so, we're like it's around thanksgiving gratitude yes. makes sense so we went with gratitude and then i right. was thinking the next day is giving tuesday so right. we should talk about being generous so we are going to marry the two and you know what we're just going to go for it because we have a lot to talk about with both subjects and i want to hear everything that you prepare for gratitude because i'm sure it's so <laughs> well don't good. oversell it good grief I, I, I wouldn't say this is <laughs> well you're i just scripture. wrote down a couple of thoughts but this does remind me of mom and i's marriage over 31 years oftentimes we'd both come together and each would be thinking we had a completely different conversation we were going to have, but it, we weren't on the same page, but we would end up getting on the same page. So, and, Well, Sweet. this time, y'all are actually on the same page. Y'all both thought yeah, gratitude. Yeah, we both thought And mom prepared. Ma- well, She's I just got prepared her my notes. life. <laughs> I just live grateful. <laughs> That's good. I just prepared. That's, hey, yeah. you know what? I've been saying that lately. I used to prepare for sermons like word for word, and now I prepare my heart because I'm like, if I'm living it, then it will naturally overflow. And if I had to prepare word for word, sometimes I'm like striving to say those words that I plan when it's like, you know what? I'm living prepared. My life is prepared because day to day I'm walking with the spirit. So no, I like that. Normally I do prepare for these. Whenever we do our messy conversations. Our well, really, we got to prepare for this. I do prepare. But this one, I just, I'll count it on. Dad was with us. So I was yeah. like, he'll prepare. Gratitude. Um, when I was a teenager in the youth group, we used to do this thing called preacher on the spot. And so they would just, the youth minister would call you up. And he'd give cool. you a thing and say, go. And so you just had to go. Which was really good because in life, when you're talking to someone, you never know what's going to come out. Yeah. It's not like you can be prepared if someone has something going on. And so you're like, whoa, I didn't know I was going to end up talking about this. And so um, it's going to train you to be on your feet, you know. Well, in that verse about always be prepared to give an answer. Yeah. 
Faith hope. that you're called to for the hope. For the hope that yeah, there you go. I love. I like that on the go. Like we should do that more because then it prepares Preach more people to be ready to like share. You don't have mm-hmm. to be like a preacher to preach like the gospel. Generosity, go. Go. Gratitude, go. That's good. I like that. Okay, so what I was actually going to ask y'all to start, which you can go both ways with this, about being grateful and, you know, different seasons of your life, but also being generous, is that y'all have really seen um, two different sides of life. Like when y'all got married, y'all did not have any money. Y'all were living at Camp Shioka arguing over a baseball card or a magazine for the week, which which could y'all afford? You could only afford one. Who's going to get the the extra thing that week? And then, of course, years later, you have a TV show called Duck Dynasty, which means y'all ended up doing pretty well. So y'all have been in two totally different seasons of your life where, you know, you don't have as much and you do have as much. But I feel like, have, have you been able to see in your life, even when you didn't have as much and you have a lot, um, the difference in your generosity or gratitude, has it stayed the same? Has it changed? What does that look like for you in uh, two different ways of life? I would say I think that we were both really fortunate to be modeled that from our parents. Like both of us had parents that lived different lives. Like that he lived down the river. I lived in a neighborhood, you know, that whole that whole thing. We were lived very differently, but generosity was very much at the root of both of our families. Both of our families had homes that were very open and the idea that people were much more important than things were was definitely taught to us, told to us and actually lived out to us. So I think that even, you know, whenever we were newlyweds and first married, we had had that, that example. So we still lived very generously um, and also with gratefulness even during that time period. Um, so yeah, it's kind of like what you really do with little, you will actually do with much, yeah, I think good. is really a truth. And, um, not that, you know, we've ever been perfect in yeah. any of it or lived perfectly. And there's yeah. probably been seasons where we've lived it out better than others. But, um, I do think we both kind of had that at our core at our base because we saw that in our parents. It's good. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, to put that to be the historian, I guess. So, so we grew up, um, I think with everybody would agree that we're really poor. Uh, we just didn't have a lot of, uh, money or things or anything as far as me and mom and dad and my brothers. Um, so they'd come out of the hardship and then, um, had big dreams and aspirations. Dad worked hard, mom worked hard, but there just wasn't a lot of cash or money. And so we, so I knew what it was like to be, you know, uh, to be poor. And I wouldn't say hungry. I mean, we, uh, you know, I remember being just starving, but we also could fish and hunt and, mm-hmm. you know, go get food if we needed to. Um, uh, but definitely didn't have money for a lot of these things, which um, I think mom grew up in a, a, a different situation when she says in the neighborhood, you know, they had a nice house and they had been successful at business. And so then when we smashed together, it, this is interesting. Um, what then I think we consider now, we say we didn't have a lot. Like Corey and I didn't have a lot. However, it seemed like way more than when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Like true. I had a yeah. car, I could buy fuel, you know, yeah, it's like true. stuff that um, was really That's tough, cool. you know. And so I felt like, you know, we're doing good. And um, and one of the funny stories that mom and I, we were, we were out by the mall and she says she wanted a Coke. And I said, well, I don't have any money. And 
she, for whatever reason, you didn't have any money either. And I said, well, I don't have any money. And she goes, but I still want to go. Like, no, no, I think I said, but I'm thirsty. Yeah, and but I'm thirsty. Like, and I'm like, it still doesn't change the fact that we don't have any money. And uh, so I remember that she was like, well, I mean, if I'm thirsty, we, we need to buy something to drink. I was like, we don't have to figure this out. And, um, and then even when we got married, like the day we got married, her grandfather uh, did the ceremony. And he had, now, which was interesting about him, he had come from probably way poorer than yeah. I was poor, um, you know, back in the, I guess, 30s and 40s. And then, but then he had become real successful. And then he was up there joking on the stage because I had to move into the the basement of their house uh, for a short time before we got married. And and he said, he, he said, I look out there and I, and I'm like, is this all the stuff you got? Because it was all my little stuff put in the Aww. corner. And, and I remember thinking like, Man, I got a lot of stuff. <laughs> like yeah, I had a whole dining set. Like I had the little stuff that I'd gotten from. He was mad at Papa for that because he was like, he didn't like value my little stuff. Yeah, I had a TV. I had a TV. I had some little uh, like some little dresser drawer and stuff yeah. I got from mom, and I'm toting that around everywhere I go. And and I was I was on the stage thinking, well, crap! I thought I was doing pretty yeah. good, and <laughs> he was like, this is yeah. all you got. So well, then from and, that point. And then we went into, um, you know, more where we were on the verge of, of, of getting, of, you know, of becoming successful. Mm -hmm. And I think, and which is probably the most scary time, because I think when we first got married, it was like, we didn't have a lot, but there wasn't a lot of responsibility. Yeah. It's not like you worried about anything. Yeah. Then you go into business and then you get in business debt and you have mm -hmm. payroll and you have stuff that you have to pay and. I mean, that was probably the scariest part. I think it's a scary yeah. part. People don't think about that because I, I think young people want to jump ahead and you want to have that security. But you may be, even though you may look successful, you may be like on the verge, like yeah. you could collapse. The business could collapse. Uh, you can't make payroll. Uh, COVID happens. Everything you had set up, you yeah. know, is like gone. And so that was probably the scariest time uh, financially. And then. And then going on to being successful. So, but back to answer your question, I think it's I think it's two ways. I think there's a heart of gratefulness. I think there's a heart of generosity. I think that's you know can be in your heart, but also it's a constant thing where you have to learn and put those actions into it. Mm -hmm. It's it's a decision that you yeah. have to make, and I think you can grow yeah. in that. Yeah, um, like. Mm -hmm. You know, when I think about gratitude, you know, I think you know, I was thinking like like when when in James where he says like faith without action is dead. Mm -hmm. And then I think about gratitude or thankfulness mm -hmm. without action, it's really not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. If you're just saying thank yeah. you, you know, yeah. Yeah, if you don't true. turn that into something and put that into mm -hmm. I'm so thankful and I'm so grateful. Now I'm going to do what? Now I'm going to go and help others. And to me, that's the real action point. I even think that's of good. overall Christianity is when you take that. It's not just taking yeah. and saying thank you and thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. But then if you turn and you don't do that. And so that's the thing I've that's noticed good. and I've tried to help people with is like when I do something kind for someone and then I challenge them and I want to see that happen yeah. to someone else. And yeah. then so it always bothers me, when, you know, 
It's like then they turn around and then they're stingy with their stuff or they're not, you know, they're not grateful. And so that's always hard. Yeah. Taking that and being thankful and then being generous, you know, with what you've been given. I think it's true. Like you grow in it the more you give. Sometimes I think also you grow your faith in it, too, because you see that God will provide for you because it is scary sometimes to give Mm -hmm. because you put yourself out there and you're giving. um, A lot of times it's a sacrifice, you know, to give. Most times it's going to be a sacrifice. But the more you see God provide and be Jireh, you know, Jehovah Jireh, who is the provider, you're like, okay, I can do this again because if God has, you know, put it on my heart to give to them, then he's going to sustain me. And um, that might look different than, you know, just like financial uh, blessing or anything Mm -hmm. like that. That just might be sustaining you in other ways, but he's always going to have your back. Like you got to get your daily bread. Um, Yeah. I want to say this because I think dad made a really good point because I think gratitude and generosity like it comes with perspective yeah. and you know his point about when we were early married that that was you know a lean time for us we were you know having to be careful about what we bought and we couldn't go out just go out to eat or you know we didn't we very rarely went out to eat things like that but putting in perspective we were so blessed and so we had so much more than so many others and so like there's a lot of times when you can feel like oh you're comparing yourself to mm-hmm. it depends on who you're comparing yourself yeah. to you know and um that gratitude can you can be grateful for what you have and you can look we can look at the time being like actually we were we were we yeah. did we were great i mean yeah. it was, we were in college we had enough we had a house we had you know we had the things that we needed yeah. and um there's a lot of people who don't have any of that yeah. you know and still live grateful i was actually just in um in mexico in tijuana and um, there was a pastor at a church who's taking care, taking in people and literally like she's got 50 people living in their church and she just lived with such gratefulness. She was like, God wow. provides every time. Yeah. And this is, you know, a situation where they're they're cooking outside. They just got a washing machine to mm-hmm. for 50 people. You know, wow. they don't have a dryer. They don't have they, they're yeah. hanging everything up and it rained that day and everything that was hanging out was like soaked, you know, yeah. and they're cooking outside. And she's like, every time we need, mm-hmm. God provides. Yeah. Like we're out of rice and someone just brings us a bag of rice wow. or we, you know, and just living that gratefulness. And that comes with respect. If she could be like, you know, we yeah. could have gone into that situation. She could have been like, yeah. It's terrible. We don't even have a dryer. We don't have this. We don't yeah. have that. Instead, she's like, here's what we have. We have yeah. this. We have beds now. We used to sleep on mattresses on the floor, and now we have bunk beds mm-hmm. for people. You know, so each of those things just, it really depends on how you look at it. Yeah. And I, I think mm-hmm. that it's actually such a God thing that I said gra- gratitude, but mm-hmm. I meant to say generosity, because I really do think they go hand in hand. Yeah. Like if you're grateful, you're able to be generous. But if you have a perspective of like, um, you know, oh, I was, I'm actually listening to Winning the Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Meyer right now. And um, the chapter I'm reading right now, she said, you can't be pitiful and powerful at the same time. You can't be like wallowing mm-hmm. in self-pity and walking in the power of God at the same time. Wow. And I was like, that is so good. Mm-hmm. And I think when you have a perspective that's like self-pity mm-hmm. and all of these things and you're not able to be generous with what you have. I actually was, um, I posted about this little girl named Nora Kay on my Instagram last night because because she's a little girl in our community that has a very, very rare form of cancer. And um, she's four years old. And uh, the only chance I had a cure is a bone marrow transplant, but they haven't been able to find a match. So I was like blasting it on social media. And um, I saw this one girl commented and was like, 
I'm poor, um, so I can't, like money's tight, I can't get a swab kit. But the swab kits are free. Mm -hmm. And so everyone was like telling her, they're free, they're free, like you should Mm -hmm. do it. But I think it was like interesting because before even like pursuing it, it was like, I'm poor. Like I'm not gonna be able to, money's tight. But it was actually free. So like Mm -hmm. if you have that heart to just be like, okay, I just wanna seek to give, um, maybe she might've clicked on it and seen that it was free, you know, but didn't have like the eyes to see in that way, how she could give. Not yeah. saying that uh, I don't know her story at all, but I think that just kind of stuck out to me because it is free. So mm-hmm. it's that perspective. And some of the most generous people that I've ever encountered had the least. Like right. when we were oh, in Uganda, yeah. I will never forget going to these tiny huts, literal mm. huts that were made by the people who live in them. And every hut we went to, they offered us something. Yes. Remember they would offer us like peanuts or mm-hmm. a banana or they were like making coffee beans. And mm-hmm. um, it didn't matter what it was, but like you just felt like you were given the world because to yeah. them that was so huge that they just gave you anything with mm-hmm. the amount of stuff that they had. Um, yeah. So it really is totally perspective and your heart posture. I feel like y'all did a really good job of like raising us generous. And I think that y'all's parents did a good job of raising y'all to be generous people. And actually, um, just recently, Christian and I were actually, when this podcast came out, just had our four-year anniversary. And um, I asked him, I was like, what's something in the past four years that surprised you about me that you didn't know when we got married? And he said, how generous you are. And I was like, that's so nice. And I think y'all done like a really good job of raising us that way. But truly it was practical things. Like when I can think back to just y'all helping shape our generosity. And I think about um, us having that jar where we put in like money for and like eventually one day we were gonna go to Africa, you know? Mm -hmm. And we did get to go to Mm -hmm. Africa and then we actually ended up getting to build a school in Africa. Mm -hmm. But like you taught us to think towards that, you know? It's like, give your money here. And it was like, I think part of our allowance at the time Mm -hmm. and some of your money. And then one day you're gonna be able to use this to serve others Um, or I mean, there was a lot of circumstances that y'all taught us to be generous, even at 11 years old, taking us to different um, countries to see people who live differently than us and like giving to them and having them in our mind and shaping our perspective to what we should be grateful for, even though we didn't have as much when I was younger as like the people at my school did. But I also knew what it was like to really have nothing and be grateful because I got to see that around the world. So what are some ways just for people out there to intentionally keep a heart of gratitude for what they have and also seek to be generous to others. Yeah, I do think those two things are married. And I'd, I'd actually never thought about that, but um, they're so married. They're so together. In fact, I was trying to think of, you know, have you ever have you ever known anybody that's super generous that wasn't grateful? Now, have you ever known someone that's super grateful that wasn't generous? I mean, yeah, they really those, do. Yeah. They really yeah, do yeah. those two things. And so it's yeah. like a... It's like there's a heart, and it's almost like a heart and an action together. Mm-hmm. Back to that yeah. kind of heart and That's action. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I remember when I was, um, uh, I went to Peru, and we were going around this little river village of, um, I can't think of the name of, it, but it's it's a basically a village of probably fifty thousand. Belen, yeah. Okay. A little village that's half the time in the year it's on water, and half the mm-hmm. time it's 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 dry, but, um, and the reason is they don't have to pay taxes if it's in a flood zone. And so, um, these, these people there have cleverly figured out how to live on, uh, in this area, which as you can imagine is, um, very difficult, you know, when you're living on water, uh, there's no, there's no 
there is electricity because I remember I saw a TV on, but um, there's, you know, there's no bathroom like we had. It's in the it's water, water and then these kids yeah. are swimming in the water and this is backwater. It's not flowing water. So yeah. it's, it's, uh, you know, I think a lot, it's, you know, kind of disgusting. <laughs> and when we look at it, it's like, whoa, the smell. And, and as the river goes down, the trash, <clears throat> as you can imagine. Trash, trash is everywhere. And so we were, you know, we're boating along and one of the youngsters, he's probably 18 or 19, um, who knew the guy we were with. And he, he actually invited us and said, you can come into to our house. And so I remember, you know, I'm getting off the boat and I'm like, am I going to fall through this thing? And I was, I was uh, very unsure. And I, we walk in, it, it's probably two room, you know, like two rooms, if you will. Um, and I don't know how many people were in there, like uncles and aunts, they slept yeah. on this yeah. side and yeah. we're just trying to, you know, again, now I'm back to feeling so grateful. I yeah. was like, yeah. wow, I can't imagine, you know, having adult couples and grandmother and we're all, there's no privacy. There's no, you know, um, so I was just kind of overcome with that. And so I'm, I'm, I'm talking to the guy through the translator and he says that he, um, his dream is to be an engineer so they can come back and help his community, uh, design stuff and engineer things. And, and I, and I said, well, what would that take to be an engineer here in, in Peru? And, um, and the whole thing all in was like $5,000 and, uh, at the time I was able to say, I'm going to give you that $5,000. Now we're taking the, I'm feeling grateful for what we have and that where we live and generous. turning it into generosity to where I can say, uh, cool. this is a gift for you. And he's bawling, crying. Then I'm bawling, crying. Then everybody's bawling, crying. Mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, a year or two ago, I got the photo of him and his graduate suit his degree so he now he has a degree in engineering um and to think you can get an engineering degree for five thousand yeah. dollars which is crazy right and yeah. um and so i know that that's going to impact him yeah that's going to impact his wife his children he has yeah. kids now and uh it, the whole community is around you know yeah. to know that someone did that uh for him so you know i think to answer your question is is how do you put that in there um one, I think you have to, you know, your mindset is controlled by you and what you think about and how you wake up and how yeah, you start so your true. day. And I think, you know, these, we get into these negative mindsets and I would, the almost the opposite to me of those two words uh, really is, is negativity and selfishness. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And so those are yeah. the two. And so as we wake up in the morning, you know, I promise we're all going to get hit with negativity mm -hmm. and selfishness mm -hmm. you know something's gonna be negative you know it's like uh like mom yesterday walks it was like i cannot i cannot get out of bed and said not that that was a, a bad thing <laughs> but it's but you, it's like just human beings we're drawn yeah. into that what's wrong rather than what's right yeah you know what's what's wrong with the today yeah. what's wrong in life what's wrong in this world and if we wake up and the minute you grab your phone, probably 80% of the time, something negative you're going to see wrong. initially, not mm -hmm. something positive, you know. And so mm -hmm. that's where you start changing that mindset. And so I've got little things that I do to try to kick that off, you know, like um, like I like in my Bible, I have a photo. It's probably 20 years old of a kid that who's passed away now. Uh, he had cerebral palsy. And I just, you know, and I'm flipping through the Bible and I see that photo and I, I remember that kid. And, I, and and at the time I wrote, it can always be worse than whatever I've got going on. I could be 
you know, in a chair and I can't, he couldn't communicate and he would, his drool would come down. And so, and we would hug on him and try to make his life. And he didn't live that long, you know, probably till 14 or 15 years old. So again, it's just changing that mindset. I've got a book of Nick Vujacek beside my uh, deal. And I looked out and I just, I, I think, I think every day, what if I didn't have legs and arms? Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause he d- does not have legs or arms. And every thought, everything you want to do, you have to ask someone to literally move you. So when you start thinking in those kind of terms, and then it really makes you contemplate whether or not you should complain about (laughs) most of anything, you know, the things that we Mm -hmm. tend to complain about. Not that there's not things that go wrong that, you know, certainly, but it's it's not having that negative mindset. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's people, and I know we all know people, when I see them, They'd say something negative. Yeah. Well, I guess it's got, I guess this weather's going to be, I guess I'm a car. It's just always, I'm like, I just want to go. Every time I see you, you say something negative. Yeah. You don't say something positive. You Mm -hmm. say something negative. And probably most of us know a lot of people who (laughs) live their whole lives in negativity. And those are the, probably the same people who are not grateful, who are certainly not generous, who are not thinking like, how can I help someone else? And how can I, you know, and I see people get like that too with selfishness. And then because then it becomes about self. And so So uh, I think you, you, you wake up with a mindset, obviously when you read the word, which is if you read the entire new Testament, it's completely based on less self sacrifice, giving up, helping others, loving others, uh, all these kind of ideas. And so, that's how we just start changing that mindset. And then and I think generosity is just start start giving stuff away. Yeah. You yeah. know? And watch what it does to you. It's the so feeling true. I had with that kid on that house thing, you know, whatever that shack was. I mean, that feeling, it's it's a feeling like it's 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 up there with some of the coolest things I've ever gotten to do. So or true. some of the yeah. certainly way more than cool stuff i've gotten yes you know what i'm saying when i compare that to yeah. i so got true. a new truck or i got some mm-hmm. you know some clothes or something you yeah. know it's nothing in comparison yep. with that feeling that emotional time mm-hmm. that knowing that that will last for yeah. the rest of their lives yeah. versus yeah. So you know whatever these temporary yeah. things and it doesn't have to be something that big it can be just small things you know yeah, find someone a, that's what i said just start hand somebody yeah. you know if, if you notice somebody that needs food you know yeah helping them out at the grocery store it's or so whatever, true. or just if it's not financial, it could just be noticing, noticing people yes. and noticing things and where you can step in to help. I was thinking as he was talking to that, you know, just that idea that take captive your thoughts. And yeah, I think good. we talked about that. I remember when y'all were young, you, you just <coughs> really trying to impress one. you like, you're in charge of your thoughts. Like, yeah. You have control of your thoughts. And yeah. that's the only, you don't really have control over anybody else. <laughs> only you're in charge of you and you are in charge of your thoughts and you can cap- take captive those thoughts. Mm-hmm. And so I do think it does start um with what you think about you know and what you ruminate on and how you are like you start thinking about what you don't have or think about what you do have and the Mm -hmm. blessings and you know that idea of write down five things that you're grateful for or or just take just wake up and decide you're going to take notice of the things or take notice of the the negative thoughts you know as they come into your brain like be like oh that was not you know that's negative that's going to take me down a road and take captive those thoughts um, I was thinking about also as he was as he was talking. I was actually at kind of a, a event recently where um, 
the it started off where it was like, oh, say something, tell something that's like bothering you or whatever. And it was weird or tell something that's like painful for you right now. And what it it kind of did, it felt like from that, because it started that way, it was like the whole time that's together. Negative, yeah. It started yeah. negative. Yeah. So the whole time together shifted as like oh, that's interesting. kind yeah. of like complaining and all that. And I thought like oh, the this question. Is, the, yeah, it started out there and it was like we couldn't get out of it. Yeah. Like the whole group. Yeah. It shifted the whole group and we yeah. couldn't get out of that. Yeah. And it and you left kind of just feeling a little deflated, yeah. you know? And not that there's time to talk about the hard things. Yeah. For sure. There's definitely times when you you need to sit down with a friend or with a counselor and talk about the hard things. But I do think it's like, think about how, when you come into a room, yes, that's what's, so your, good. What, what's your kind of like bringing, bringing into a room? room? Is it negativity yeah. and complaining and ungratefulness? Yeah. Or is it gratefulness, positivity, yeah. generosity? Is that what you're kind of bringing into that so space? True. We actually uh, were on a car ride the other day with some friends and like from the start of the car ride, I prayed and was like, like I always pray over the car, but also like, God, would we have uh, good conversations with the car? Would your f- spirit fill these conversations? Would they be fruitful? Um, and just praying beyond just safety, but praying that this car ride would actually be a fruitful car ride. Mm-hmm. And it was so cool because one of my friends in the car, as we were just asking each other random questions, she was like, what's something that you learn from your in-laws that you love that they did for their family? And I thought that was such a mm, good question good. because uh-huh. then we were all talking about what we learned from our in-laws and our family. And I was just thinking like typically in the world, people want to complain about their mm. in-laws over the holiday <gasps> over the holiday season and stuff like that. I have great in-laws. Uh, if, if you're listening to this, I love y'all and I love the holidays with y'all. But I just thought that was such a good question. Like yeah. it, it it made your mind go to all the positive things about mm-hmm. your extended family. And especially around the holidays, that's not typically the conversation you're having. It's like, how are we gonna do both families? How are we gonna do all this time? But to think like, what do I love about them that they've set the tone in their family over the holidays? Like, that was a great question. That's good. But I was thinking about when you were talking about generosity, how when you gave the $5,000 and they were able to go and get their degree, I think also generosity, especially when it's a God thing, um, it really does launch something in someone else's life most of the time. Mm-hmm. It's something that they needed or were longing for, and it might even be the answer to their prayer that they needed to do the thing that they're going to get started. Because um, one time I had this in my heart to give – a certain amount of money to this um, lady and Christian and I both felt like we needed to do it. We both agreed on the number and we both like felt that number specifically. And so um, we, you know, gave it to her and we were like, we want you to have this. We are not going to take it back. You have to receive this. Um, we are being obedient to the Lord and giving you this. So you have to take it. And she was like, oh, this goes against everything in my nature to receive this. She said, but I will receive this because I have been praying and asking the Lord, uh, when is the time to launch this Bible study thing that she had been writing? Mm-hmm. And because this woman has money. So it was kind of random that we felt the need to do this. But she has been praying about the timing to start this Bible study thing that she had written and how she's going to get it out. And the dollar amount we gave her was the dollar amount she needed like exactly wow. to start it. And uh-huh. then I just saw on Instagram her doing the thing. Wow. And it, that was like years ago. And I was like, that is so cool that yeah. it even we didn't really know what it was for. It was even beyond the money. It was just her confirmation to go, it's time. You know, yeah. God said, now's the time. And so you never know what God's doing with the stirring in your heart and the generosity that you're going to give. And I was thinking too about just holidays because this is the time where people – 
tend to get more selfish and you know, you're wanting to get all these gifts and all these things, or you're trying to give, but you don't feel like you're giving enough to maybe your family. Mm -hmm. But when I think back about the holidays, we were talking about this, Christian and I one day, about we don't remember as much the gifts that we were given, but the memories that we have over the holidays. And so cultivating that in your household that, you know, it's fun to get a gift and it's awesome to give and all of those things, but it's also the memories that you make and the feeling that you have and the love and the joy mm -hmm. and the warmth of the home. And I was thinking about when we went to Guatemala for Christmas that year mm -hmm. and, um, it was, I didn't have anything to give like financially. I was younger, but when those kids, remember they thought I was Hannah Montana because <laughs> they looked at their shirt and they looked at me and me and Miley Cyrus did kind of look like back in the yes, day when she was did. Hannah Montana. Uh -huh. And they were like, Hannah Montana, Hannah Montana. That's like the only English I know. Mm -hmm. And I just went with it and I go, you get the limo right front. Whoa. And they were like, Oh, it's Hannah Montana. And I performed <laughs> the whole thing. That's one of my favorite memories uh -huh. ever at Christmas. And it was something memory. I got to give. And it yes. wasn't money. It was singing. You get the best of both worlds because these kids in Guatemala 100% believe that Hannah Montana <laughs> came to their village and it made their entire Christmas. And yeah. it was awesome, you know? And so just the way you make people feel is yes. so generous. It, and it's so generous to be positive into mm -hmm. a room. Being negative is so selfish because it just sucks the life out of a room. It sucks the life out of a conversation. But like being positive in and of itself is so generous. You yeah, know? that's so good. And it spurs on generosity for others too. You know, whenever you're generous and you receive that, then you want to give because you want you want someone else to feel that feeling as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, thinking about the ultimate, what Jesus gave to us is that idea that like we love others, we forgive others because we were first loved. Mm -hmm. Like we were we were first given this great gift mm -hmm. of forgiveness of our sins. So we we extend that to others. Yeah. And that is true for like small acts of generosity. When mm -hmm. someone does something for you, you're like, oh, I could pass I this on or I should do this for somebody else because you know what that feels like yeah. and you're so grateful for that feeling and you want that for somebody else. It's like the drive through line things. Like someone pays for your meal yeah. and then you're like, well, I'll pay for the person behind me. Yeah. Well, I'll pay for, the, you know, it, uh -huh. it keeps going on or you yeah. have the eyes to see how can I do this for someone. Yeah. And it's so cool when you're generous to people. Um, it's so cool to see the Lord generous to you, you know, yeah. like his generosity to you. And I mean, ultimately he sent his son to die for you. Yeah. So that's mm -hmm. the most generous thing you could ever, ever do. Um, because but it is weird when it comes back and I should have done a study on my life on giving something yes, and then it looking at it just, it's unbelievable. It like it's unbelievable. stuff that I have, I'm like, I can't believe. Mm -hmm. And, and sometimes now I'm like, Oh, something good's gonna happen. You know, yes. I just I know it. I mean, and and not that I'm not prosperity or not saying the yeah. why that's not the right. It's just unbelievable how many times that happens. It's crazy. Like mm -hmm. you give this, and then I look up, and this will this will be provided. And and I think for your listeners, I think you know, don't get into the trap where it's like, oh, y'all got money, so you can give money. You know, you can give. It's 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 that's not the idea. I mean, I think you know, mom and I were giving, you know tips or whatever you know to people way before we even you know it, it it's all it's a sliding scale you know mm -hmm. and so i think the you know the biblical there's like a 10 percent idea and so yeah. if you've got a 100 bucks it's 10 bucks you know yeah, yeah. and give it to something you know yeah. i mean it doesn't mm -hmm. whatever it is that you want to be yeah. generous with that if it's a thousand it's a hundred if it's yeah a hundred thousand it's ten thousand and so you know our scale may be a little higher now but there was a time when it wasn't there was yeah. a time when i made you know $300 a week, you know, and I had 30 of it. And I said, I'm going to give this yeah. to, to something, you know, 
uh, you know, give it away to somewhere else. And, and like, man, when I can give that to somebody, yeah, yeah. when I could, when I can hit a, a, a person at a restaurant, a waitress or mm-hmm. a driver, somebody that I'm with, and I love it when they say, their eyes cut back up and they say, are you sure? Yeah, are you, <laughs> you know? sure? And those are those, you know, because you don't know how many times yeah. that, you know, where you were talking about the lady uh, down by the border where it was saying God just provided. You don't know where in that where they may tell someone God just always provided. Yeah. And it could have been something you gave them along the way. Maybe yeah. not giant, but mm-hmm. just like God, you know, yeah. God provided this. Like yeah. when we grew up, like there was these little things that happened that was like, just got us through, you know, got yeah. us through to the next month or got us through, through mm-hmm. to where we could pay uh, the electric bill or whatever. Yeah. And those little things. And you can go back in time, find like, mm-hmm. ah, I remember that person yeah. who said, here, here's this. Yeah. And, and somebody been generous. Remember when dad did that for the youth group? So our parents were, you know, the youth leaders at our church <coughs> for a long time and had youth group at our at, at our house as I was growing up. And one year, my dad gave everybody money. Remember that? He gave everybody in the youth group mm-hmm. cash. And he, it was a, it was like December, and he yeah. gave everyone in the youth group some cash, and he said, I'll, "You have to give this away, and then I want you to come back and tell us the stories of what you, who you gave it to, and what wow. what happened." And it was the neatest experience. My dad That's was cool. Two Papa is very generous. Two Mom and Two Papa are very generous, and he's, you know, always you don't know who he's given to or what he's doing, but he's so generous, and he just challenged the whole youth group and That's like gave cool. them a little bit of money and said, okay, I'm going to give you this money, but you have to give it away. That's and cool. then you have to come back and tell us the story. That's and it cool. was so awesome. And so like faith building to hear the stories because yeah. so many people are like, oh, I was actually praying for this. Wow. I was praying for that, for that's that so moment. Cool. And, you know, I think that's a practical way you could do it too. You know, I remember John Luke used to, it has a teenager. He used to carry like a 20 in his, in his car and just be like, hey, this is for somebody. And yeah. just pray. Ask God to say, reveal who I need to give this to. Yeah. And, you know, it could be maybe it's 10 or maybe it's 5, maybe it's 20, maybe it's 100, you know, depending on what you have financially yeah. and can do. But, you know, keep a little bit of cash with you and be yeah. like, ask God to reveal, okay, when do I need to, who do I need to I give I try this to do to? that, mm-hmm. keeping cash on me. And it's yeah. so funny because when I had cash on me, like it does not last long because there's <laughs> always someone to give, you know, there's yeah. always someone that you uh-huh. see that you need to give to. Like yeah. this morning, I saw this homeless man that I've given to a couple of times and I was in a hurry this morning, but I saw him and I smiled and waved at him and he smiled and waved at me because like mm-hmm. he knows me now, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes you, you don't always have something to give and stop, but even just like acknowledging a person or smiling, yeah. waving, I saw the joy light up on his face because, you know, it, just giving anything, you yeah. know, giving your joy, giving. And not just that. Yeah, I life. think the time, uh, who was it? Peter and them who said, money or gold, I don't have. But, yeah, but you know, I'll give you what I do have. Uh, give yeah. you what I do have. Jesus. And so, yeah, I had a friend this week mm-hmm. um, uh, named Chad who uh, called me. And we, we've got this building that we're working on. He called and he, so they turned the water on. And everything's leaking and he's oh, no. trying to clean out the toilets and I feel so bad because I'm not even in town and here he is <laughs> not his building and, he, and I could hear him like gagging trying to clean the <laughs> toilets and I'm like ah but what a what a generous person you know I was like would I do that but when I go in their building and just be like okay I'll clean all this mess yeah. up and because he knew it was just going to be a disaster until yeah. I got home so um so it's yeah. just stuff like that even yeah. to me is just even yeah. your time, you know, yeah. even during Thanksgiving, yeah. I was thinking about, you know, when we have people over uh, for Thanksgiving and family, which again, how many times does that turn into a negative mm-hmm. thing? 
and it's crazy. It's negative mm-hmm. and it's selfish. It's like, oh, we got, uh, and, but it's really that time, like the amount of time mm-hmm. that just that, that I'll spend during a Thanksgiving mm-hmm. to, to cook for people and to have, you know, and to have people over to set that up is, is part of that gratefulness, which mm-hmm. is what that's about. And then mm-hmm. uh, generosity as well, which is interesting because you go from Thanksgiving into Christmas. So yeah. you go from gratefulness and Thanksgiving yeah. into then generosity. Yeah, generosity. It really yeah. is true. Yeah. That's so cool. True. That's yeah. cool. Wow. We didn't even know yeah. through my mess up of a text that we were onto something. Yeah. Um, I love that. And this I- next book. <laughs> <laughs> Generosity and gratefulness, gratitude, and how they intertwine. You Which, heard it here first. Um, <laughs> I would say one of the greatest gifts I think as a parent is to see each of you, and each of you are so generous and grateful and live that way in different ways. And I, and as a parent, I get to like know it about each of you and, and little things that maybe no one else knows. But I love that so much. It's so, so cool. It's a uh, gift you've given. I would say thank you. Yes. Well, y'all have taught me this in so many ways and by example, but I was thinking about um, how you said it is crazy how it always just comes back. And mm-hmm. it's not that you expect that and you don't do it certainly to receive that, but this just happened. Um, so I'll tell it because it was really, really cool. So, you know, this year has been crazy because we had another baby, we were building a house. So financially it has been kind of like a crazy year mm-hmm. for us, you know, and with LO, we need to hire more people. And how you said it's almost even scarier the more because yeah. you're like, oh, this is so much responsibility. Yeah. And I've definitely been feeling the weight of that. And so I was going to do this event recently and I was getting paid for it, obviously. And I was like, okay, this is great because I'm getting paid and I had taken uh, maternity leave and all these stuff. So I'm just not kind of getting back to it. And I was like, this is great. Well, during the event, I felt the Lord say, give everything that I, I was making at this event to this certain thing. And I was thinking... Oh no! And I was thinking, okay, maybe uh, maybe I heard that wrong. I was like, maybe I'll give ten percent of what I made because you, the Bible says ten percent. And then I felt Lord said again, everything. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I was thinking, okay, how am I going to tell Christian this? Because you know, I mean, I'm sure he's going to be great with it, but still, that's kind of a lot to just be like, oh yeah, I finally went out and did my event, and I'm giving it all away. But I felt Lord say, give it all away. So it's like, okay, so I um, had, and this was all internal dialogue. Like I hadn't told anybody, you were sitting right beside me. I hadn't told anybody like, I'm going to give everything. But in my heart, I felt like I said, do it. And I had just kind of agreed like in my heart, okay, I'm going to do it. And as soon, I'm telling you, as soon as my thought went to, okay, I'm doing it. I got a text um, from uh, one of my teammates that basically said the exact dollar amount I was making came in in another way, in another form. And it was just like really, really cool to me because I felt like it, if, if anything, it was just the Lord checking my obedience. Like, yeah. will you say yes? Yeah. Will you obey? Mm-hmm. And even to the second, like yeah. I needed to say yes before I got that text that something mm-hmm. else was coming because I needed, he needed to know I would have given it even if I didn't know something was around the corner, you know? Yeah. And it was so cool because when I called Christian, I like, told him the whole thing. I was like, this mm-hmm. is crazy. I felt the Lord say, give it all. And I said, yes. And I was a little bit worried, like, how am I going to tell you? Because I know everything's been kind of crazy. But then the second I said, yes, it was just it was able to build both of our faith mm-hmm. and just knowing that like God is going to ask us to give and we need to say yes. And even if it's not always to the dollar, because most time like that's never happened to me before like yeah. that. 
but um, man, God will provide. And so that was just like a cool story that just recently happened. Yeah. And I wouldn't normally share that, but I just want to build your faith who's listening to know that, you know, God really does have your back and he yeah. wants you to be um, obedient. But he also, when you're filled with that gratitude, you're going to mm-hmm. be able to be more generous than you, you thought you were able to in the past. It just yeah. changes your whole perspective. Um, so Dad, let's read uh-huh. some scripture. Okay. But go ahead, Mom, before we No, read. I was going to say, I have one more story on gratefulness and cool. we can, we can do this before or after, but um, this is kind of an extreme example, but I was thinking about this is, it shows you how like when you, when you practice gratefulness, even whenever something really bad or hard happens, it just, it's there. And so um, we've told this before about how, when our, our house got shot at, you know, back in 2020, we had someone shoot at our property and it actually went through John Lincoln Mary Kate's house. And it was very scary. I mean, it was, they were in the home when it happened. And so get emotional now telling about it. It was very scary. Um, but I remember John Luke saying, and um, he said, you know, actually like it was a really good day except for that just few minutes, you know? And we were like, you know, actually it really was. Like it was a beautiful day. The sun was out. We were outside the whole day. Everyone was around. The family was was mm. in and out. We had ordered lobster yeah, from- We had yeah. ordered lobster from Maine. Lobster, lobster from Maine. And then the- Yeah, doctor- this drive-by shooting happened at like one o'clock in the afternoon. In, in the afternoon. <laughs> so like at night. Yeah, it happened in the afternoon. And then we still cooked lobster and everyone came over and we had a, we had a good day, you know? And so, yeah, you know, that was a little bit, I was like, well, maybe we shouldn't talk about all the good that happened because it was scary. It was was very scary, scary. but it was such a posture of like gratefulness for John Lake to just point out. I was like, actually, other than that few minutes, it was a really good day. And it was, it really was true. And we were all healthy. And that was the thing that just when, after it happened, we really didn't focus on what happened. We were just like, we're so grateful. We're all fine. Yeah. Like, yeah, we were, we were spared. Like no yeah. one was hurt. It was yeah. like, we really, that, that night as we ate lobster, we were just like, we're just grateful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. This bad thing happened, but no one got hurt yeah. mm-hmm. and we were okay, you know? Yeah. And, and there's times when people do get hurt and things are, aren't okay. And, mm-hmm. and that is a, a, that's a tough situation. And we've lived through that with other yeah, people with other um, just yeah. recently, you know? Um, but to see people who, you know, when things even aren't okay, like, um, a friend who just lost, um, two of her children in Iraq and it's just so devastating, but the way we've seen her live, even with gratefulness, every Facebook post is about the goodness of God, even with gratefulness, Mm -hmm. even when things do not come out. Okay. It's just such a beautiful example and, um, and something that like, I feel like yeah. we're learning from through her. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Brene Brown says that like gratitude defeats fear. And I think that that's mm-hmm. kind of what John Link was doing in that moment of mm-hmm. like, we could be really afraid tonight. Yeah. Someone shot through our house and that's really scary. Mm-hmm. But instead, I'm just going to be grateful that we're okay mm-hmm. instead of like sitting in the anxiety, which Brene Brown says like she studied shame and all that stuff. But actually the Bible really says, mm-hmm. you know, don't be anxious about anything, but with everything, with prayer and position and p- present your request to God. And it's like, uh, instead of just being like anxious, I'm going to be prayerful. I'm going to be thankful. I'm going to be grateful. And yeah. that kind of starts to defeat that fear, that right. anxiety. Yeah. Um, Dad, take us to the word. Let's, let's, well, let's root this, this in some truth. This a good button up. Mom's double segued her last thing. And then even the ones you said, which is in, in all these circumstances. And then the other I want to touch on is another scripture uh, out of Thessalonians about what you should be thankful for. Cause I think sometimes we get off them. Like 
like we're really thankful for the wrong things. Yeah. We, we're we like thankful for like, oh, I'm so thankful I got the job or I'm thankful I got this mm-hmm. or I'm thankful mm-hmm. this worked out for me, which yeah. again, we got to be careful that what to be thankful for. Yeah. So this one small passage, you know, you could spend your entire life just trying to figure out how exactly to do these things, but look at the things that are tied together. First uh, Thessalonians five sixteen. Be joyful always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So just think about those three things right there, and look at how they're tied together. And I'm telling you, with prayerfulness, with being thankful. And being joyful, just think about what type of different person mm-hmm. you would be. Mm-hmm. And then I think as as your parents say to you, and and then these are these are the kind of ideas we have about, and, and you were talking about what we taught, and it's really what you should be thankful for. So when we look at our kids, you know, I, I hear parents, and, and not that it's bad. I mean, whatever, like school and jobs and, you know, um, things that kids do in life, are, they're always great, but what we're really thankful what i'm thankful for and mom is is seeing this in you guys uh over in second thessalonians uh one three we ought always to thank god for you brothers and rightly so because your faith is growing more and more and the love every one of you has for each other is increasing that's what he was thankful for that your faith is growing and your love is increasing. Mm-hmm. And so when you when you really think it's about good. what really to be thankful for, because I think sometimes we get off and go like, oh, they're they're happy and they have a job and they're doing that. And usually we talk about what they you know, they've got a great house or an apartment mm-hmm. or whatever that is. And um, and not that we can't be thankful for all those things. But r- what what I was going to be most thankful for yeah. was seeing your faith increase and your love increase, that's you good. know, in Jesus yeah. Christ. I was that's like, good. I want to see that. That's and good. that's what we can be thankful that's for. Because that'll help you in all the circumstances. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. you know, because if we're going to be thankful in our circumstances, well, what if something goes bad? Well, it's not what if, it's when. When. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah. something yeah. is going to go wrong. When somebody's going to get sick. When someone's going to pass away, all of us yeah. will. Yep. None of the, you know, so it's yeah. when these things are going to happen. Yeah. How can we remain faithful to so in that when your faith increases, 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 That's and your good. love increases? That's good. Man, this turned out to be awesome. I'm so glad uh, for that mess up, which was actually just a setup. So thank you, God. Um, you know, I listen to other people's podcasts all the time, and um uh, one of my favorites is Back Porch Theology, and Lisa Harper ends it with a prayer oftentimes. And then I was just listening to the Duck Call Room the other day with Bella on it, and they ended it with a prayer. And I feel like it's only fitting that we pray at the end of this one because I feel like— um, Truly, if you just ask the Lord to begin to change your perspective, man, if if half of you went out and started living more generous, the world would be a better place. If all of you did, man, we'd probably really feel the shaking of the ground. Um, so let's just pray over this and seal this, asking the Lord to help us be um, what we're what we're talking about. So Lord, we just come before you and we ask God that you would. Um, if, if we need a change in mindset, if we need a change in heart, that you would purify it, that you would sanctify it, that you would turn our eyes and shift our perspective towards you, Lord. And God, I pray that when our perspective is shifted, that we would become grateful people. We would become generous people. God, give us eyes to see the people who need um, our generosity, who need our obedience. And Lord, maybe that's with a financial blessing. Maybe that's with a smile. Maybe it's with a hug. Maybe that's with a specific thing, a cup of coffee. 
coffee. God, I just pray that you would give us the eyes to see it and the heart to say yes to doing it. Lord, I pray that our faith would increase. I pray that our love would increase. And I pray that the world would see you through the way that we love, like it says in 1 John. So God, give us um, just these the actions to go out and be the hands and feet of you. Lord, we love you and through your name we pray. Amen. 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 Amen.